Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Hi. Oh, jeez. GR Dad's in a weird mood because I made us restart the podcast because he was busy tippy-tapping on his phone. A tippy-tapping? I was doing research. Research. I, research for the story I already had pulled up on the computer, I believe. I'm not saying it was useful. I'm just saying it was research. <laughs> Uh, the cocktail of the week is the summer blossom. Ooh. <laughs> nice. Sounds, it's a good name. That's yeah. a good name. This is, uh, so a friend of the squad sent us a bottle of these, this stuff called Fleur de Vie from Knoxville Whiskey Works, which is a hibiscus flavored spirit. Anyway, the summer blossom is vodka, peach nectar, this fleur de vie. It's kind of, it's it's very reddish purple, mm-hmm. uh, a little bit of lime juice and honey, and then some club soda. It's a little alchemical. Fizzy. So it was pretty cool. Trying new stuff. Yeah. Right now, Jared Ed's drinking a beer. What's it called? Hops candy? Hop candy. Hop candy. Singular. Yes. After hapati. For hapati. It's pretty good. It's an IPA. Yeah. I don't like things, I mean, I'm not a beer drinker at all, and I definitely don't like stuff that's very hoppy, but that's quite tasty. Right, it's from Nashville. Knoxville. Knoxville. Yeah. Sorry, Knoxville. <laughs> quite different. I mean, sorry, home of UT and the world's fair site. Indeed, they get that big gold ball. They do. Yeah. Uh, so, that's the cocktail of the week. Dog updates. CBGB needs some pets right now. Dear Dad, that's the... <laughs> uh, uh, urgent update. Need pet. Uh, CB's feeling much better after his UTI. He finished his antibiotics today. How can you tell? He's still real grumbly. Well, he's not as grumbly as he was. He's not barking at us in the middle of the night. That's true. And now now I understand why he was doing that. Yeah. You, I apologies in, in arrears. So he's, uh, he's going back to the vet on Friday to get a new ultrasound to see if that potentially worrisome thing in his bladder is resolved or if it's still there so we'll have updates um but yeah other than that so cb is scared of thunder yeah still. which we've talked about uh it's getting old chief brody <laughs> it's getting old and you know we have medicine for him we have a xanax prescription we give him melatonin and it normally will take the edge off but we have had a couple nights it's been really rainy this whole week um and and it doesn't just rain here. It's always storms. And a couple nights ago, they were rolling through just kind of continuously, these squalls rolling through all night, and it was thundery. So, uh, yeah, in his defense, it was like big lightning and big thunder. I mean, mm-hmm. it was, it oh, was for sure. drama- something for everyone. <laughs> he was really freaked out. And so uh, I took the turn with the infant and took him into <laughs> So we have we have a guest room, but it's like a little guest suite. Like there's a... There's the guest bedroom, and then there's a bathroom over there, and that you can close a pocket door that closes the bedroom and the bathroom off from the main part of the house. So you it's know, a little for a small house. That's a good way to section off a part. Yeah, it's great if you have people visiting, because then like they don't have to hear when everybody else gets up. They get some privacy, like they can get up and go to the bathroom and in their nightgown. In their nightgown and have the pocket door closed. So uh, anyway, I took him in there and. Uh, you know, close the pocket door, close the bedroom door. So we were locked in. And that's where I do kind of half my uh, Zoom, you know, podcast stuff. And so I had left that set up from a different thing. And so kind of half the room was blocked off because I had like all the chairs and the tripods and stuff. So he had, when he gets worried, he 
tries to pace all over the place. He's yeah. constantly moving. So he had a very small space. He can jump up on the bed in there himself because it's lower than the bed in our bedroom. And so he was kind of up on the bed and down on the bed. And then he also wants to occupy our bodies. Yeah. He basically wants to merge into <laughs> he us. Would, he would crawl into my t-shirt if he could. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so... I was like, I'm laying in the middle of the bed. Like, you're welcome to jump up here and lay down next to me. But otherwise, he tries to crawl on us. Like, he'll put his front paws up and then put them, like, on our torsos and kind of Inch his way up. <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm staying out of your reach. Uh, a couple times, he tried to do it on my face. Oh. And I, and then I was like, pushed him off. I was like, "We, you may not climb onto my face. Um, but overall, he did okay. I didn't get a lot of sleep two nights ago, but... Yeah, he's, it's hard because you want to comfort him and hug but, him, but he breaks free and wants to run around. Yeah, he I cannot mean, be very, comforted. It's like a total mismatch of what you think would be good and what he thinks is not good. That That's exactly the hard thing. Like, if there were a thing we could do that would make him feel better, we'd totally do that thing. Mm. But we can't. Like, if you hug him, he doesn't... Like, on one hand, he wants to be inside your body cavity. <laughs> on the other hand... You can't hug him and have him calm down. He immediately runs away and he's constantly pacing and walking around and running no, all over the he place. Just, he's panicky. He's yeah. just fully panicky. Like if he were a human in a movie, you'd have to smack him yeah. to get him back to normal. And he'd shake his head and he'd go, oh, yeah. what happened there? Where was I? So you just like accept like it's it's not trying to get him to stand still is not going to calm him down. Like that's not how he processes things. Nothing you do is going to make him calmer, except maybe being kind of in the vicinity of him. So you just got to let him do his thing and not try to intervene because nothing helps, right? Once you acknowledge like the reality is nothing helps, then stop doing stuff because it's not going to help. You know, it's not going to help. Yeah. And then just let him do what he has to do. Um, and so he, he would intermittently like calm himself down and then, you know, a new kind of really thundery part would roll through and he'd get back up. But we did okay. Yeah, it just uh, breaks your heart because it's such a mismatch. He's the biggest dog, right? Yeah. That we have, and he's, but he's so fragile, and he's so he has, he's so scared in those moments. Yeah, yeah, and we can't help. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing helps. Can't so. talk him out of it. Nope. Fortunately, that was the worst of it, and so we've had some thunder, but it's been better since then. So. Uh, he's, he's loving the swimming when it's not thundery. He's discovered that he can just go and swim now. Indeed. That's what he does. Yep. He doesn't care if anyone else is with him. He doesn't look at rocks. He doesn't look at fish. He just goes for a dip. Indeed. So Vink is, uh, Vink had a total hip replacement when she was like a year old. So we've talked about that on like one of the first episodes. We have a really early episode on all of Vink's orthopedic problems because <laughs> she had elbow dysplasia had surgery for that on both of her elbows. And then literally like, as that was pretty much healed, she started limping in the back. Um, the ball of her femur was necrotic, which they thought was cancer and it wasn't cancer, but because they thought it was, they did this procedure called an FHO of femoral head osectomy. They yes. cut the head of the femur off that little ball. And usually like you get a bunch of scar tissue forming and it's fine. They don't need that. Right. Um, or they function the, fine. The muscle it. holds it in place. Right. Yeah. Um, and that didn't work for her, even though we did a ton of physical therapy. She still so limping. lazy. <laughs> she worked really hard. She was in water physical therapy for a long time. I mean, time. we were twice a day, twice a week yeah. at physical therapy, and it didn't help. And so um, eventually they did a total hip replacement. So she has a titanium hip. Um, very fancy. 
and man, so expensive. Uh, but I was, once she had that done, I was like, okay, when do we start physical therapy? And you're like, they're like, you don't, she's done. Like as soon as she heals from the incision, she's fine. And she is like, she doesn't like, limp it's at all. titanium. What do you want? Lady boy, yeah. <laughs> we already put in titanium. <laughs> so I got an email today from the, the clinic in Maryland that did it. And they're like, uh, they do a lot of research up there. It's a really world-class orthopedic practice. And they're like, there's not really any long-term stutter, uh, studies of dogs who have had total hip replacements. And so we're doing one and they basically just emailed all the clients who had had them. Uh, and they're like, you know, can you fill out this survey? Which was just like, how hard was it for her to walk with that leg before and how hard right after surgery and how hard now? Um, and then they're like, if you want, uh, you know, if you can, if you're willing, come in and we'll do a kind of follow-up thing where they have them walk on this little mat and it measures how much weight they put on each leg and they're, they do a range of motion. So they're like, it's free and you know, they need that for the research. So if you can come in, um, we're going to Maryland next week. So next week's podcast will be from Maryland. Um, and so I filled out the form and they called me and, and I was like, I can do it next week. So next week I'm bringing Vink in. So she's going to be science. That's great. Yeah. That's great. I think I'm afraid they'll discover she only puts weight on one leg <laughs> when she walks. <laughs> She's doing pretty good. Like She's... you think of her as very fragile, except this week I've been trying to get the dogs to walk more. She didn't want to go for a walk. And then finally I was like, all right, dear dad, you just want to go for a walk with me? And Vink's like, I'm coming on that walk. And we walked three miles and she was great. She pulled me the whole way. But the day before, and I think the day after, she hit under the desk rather than get a leash put around. Yeah, well, that's because she's lazy, not because she's fragile. Very weird. Yeah. No, I hope she's not fragile. I hope they're like, she's faking it, Ingo. (laughs) Anyway, uh, so that's Vink. She's going to be science next week. Um, That's it for dog updates. Everybody else continues to be the same. We don't need to recap. Yeah, everyone's got their weird little foibles. They're nothing, all the same. Nothing new. Weights are about the same. Nothing yep, weights same. are about the same. Um, okay. Taste of the keys this week. The story Dear Dad was trying to find when I was like, I literally have it pulled up on my God, computer already. should have known. New canine cop sniffs out cocaine and heroin in two drug trafficking busts. All right. The important thing is this new canine cop is named Coral, and she is a golden retriever. And she's got a little she's uniform and a badge. Cute. Oh, my God. <laughs> so in her first month on the job, Coral the canine is already making some big drug busts for the Monroe County Sheriff's Office. She assisted in two trafficking cases in the Florida Keys on Monday. She discovered 4.1 ounces of cocaine after a big pine key driver was stopped for a window tint violation. <sighs> I do have to say, I think things like that are bullshit. We, like, we know what happened there. Ugh. Yeah. Anyway, this guy got a cocaine trafficking charge. Like, not the dog's fault. Uh, then, as Coral arrived at the scene of another stop in Marathon, a man exited his pickup and attempted to throw a bag into a nearby storm drain, deputies say. The bag had over an ounce of heroin, and a small amount of marijuana was also found in the truck. Whatever. Coral, you did a good job. Coral is shown proudly before like a big bag of what looks like cocaine it's there's coral, coral looks real proud if of that's four ounces i mean i have no idea what volumes of cocaine looks like but this is like a like a baseball sized it's lump like a sandwich white it's lump. like a yeah. sandwich bag of white powder yeah the this article concludes so far her addition has only been rough 
on the bad guys. <laughs> and then it says, parentheses, sorry, we had to. <laughs> it's good. I'm glad they had to. I'm glad they did. Yep. So uh, K- Coral is replacing the canine Deja, who retired after 10 years. And they said, canine Coral recognizes she has a big pause to fill, but we're confident that she's up to the challenge. <laughs> so We haven't seen canine yet, but if we do, we will fawn over her probably. Deja. Deja yeah, but, the canine. But she's being retired. She's retired. Coral's a new one. Oh, yes, yes. If we see Coral, it'll be hard not to make a fuss. I'll be like, come here, Coral, you're such a good dog. Oh, my gosh. Fangirling over. Come live in my house. <laughs> oh, she could have five friends. Yeah. That'd be good. She'd make a great addition. She's trained, so she wouldn't be like Guaco Man, who is all wild. She's young, but anyway. Yeah. You have a German word of the week for us, Jerdad? Yeah, just a throwback. A little bit. There was something called Begrüßungsgeld. Yeah. Which means uh, greeting money, kind of welcoming money. Like Begrüßung is saying hello, right? Yeah. Uh, this is a throwback, but, you know, I'm older, so I remember this. But when they... Uh, so old. When there was still East Germany and West Germany, there was a wall between East and West Germany, not just Berlin, the whole yeah, yeah. freaking country would be like having a wall through... It's just not as famous as the Berlin Wall. Virginia, north to south. Yeah. Um, Right, not as famous, but some East Germans were allowed to travel to the West towards the end. It was loosening a little bit. They would always make sure it was only one family member at a time, one spouse at a time, you know, one child at a time, so they had so they wouldn't just all escape, right? If you let yeah. the whole family leave, they wouldn't come back. Indeed. But the way they did it was was, you know, higher odds of the people going back to East Germany where all their family was. Um but the East German marks was worth nothing. It's like some kind of North Korean currency, right? No, nobody wants it. You can't buy anything with it. You know, they'd come over there and they couldn't even buy a cup of coffee because it's like not real money. They yeah. Literally had aluminum coins. I mean, it was just ridiculous. Um, so the West German government said, we will give everyone who comes over from the East uh, 100 marks a day in Begrüßungsgeld. Like, welcome to the West. Here's some <laughs> money. Go be capitalist. <laughs> And it was like, it's a very nice gesture to yeah, say that. And it's like, I bet it influenced a lot of East Germans to be like, man, you know, I had money to spend. I could I could buy myself some hamburger or whatever they want, McDonald's. And, you know, Levi's jeans were the big thing. They'd always buy jeans. Yeah. And uh, it was a thing at the time. Cool. Yeah. I think money well spent. Yeah, for sure. No. Oh. That's a good one. No. Nice work, Jared. Dad. There you go. Um, yeah, I don't know that we've got a lot else. Not There's not a ton of dog updates this week, uh, but yeah, we're leaving over the weekend to go up to Maryland, so Big Cheese, the RV, is going to be out on the road again. So there will be lots of good pics, I guess, of the dogs stumbling around in the and RV. North, we're having, you know, we're doing some road trip pictures. Road trip! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh... So it should be fine. We're doing both. When we went last time, we stopped overnight. Uh, we, I mean, we slept in a Walmart parking lot. It was not glamorous. It sucked. It, it was sucked. not glam glamping. Oh, it sucked in so, so many ways. It was uh, And so coming back, we left Maryland really early, but we did the whole drive at once. And it was doable. I mean, we were 
you know, a little tired on both ends, but it was fine. Yeah. Having uh, two drivers makes a huge difference. For sure. Yeah. I mean, before we were caravanning and so we both had to drive the full 20 hours. Yeah. Uh, coming down here when we came from Maryland, I think we left at like six or something and I drove one hour and I was, and I was oh, like, yeah. this is so dangerous. I'm so, so tired. Zonked. Yeah. I'm like, we have to switch. And you drove for like an hour wow. and I think I slept. And, and so we, we both kind of took little shifts at the beginning and then it was fine. And I think I drove like the last five, I mean, I drove a lot in the middle, yeah. but I drove the last five hours when you were tired and yeah. I was like, this I'm, is fine. I'm awake in the mornings. You're awake all night. Yeah. So anyway, we've decided this time we're both ways. We're just going to go all the way through and in, in kind of one day. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that, that four and a half hours at the, in the Walmart parking lot was really not worth, <laughs> it wasn't oh, restful. It, was it wasn't, it wasn't helpful. It wasn't good. We no. weren't moving. It was just like a complete loss. Cause it's like, you know, maybe now you wouldn't have to do it, but that, you know, that was July, right? So you have to have, there's a generator, but it, it runs like a generator, right? It's loud. And you have to have that on to run the air conditioning, uh, both cause like that was South Carolina in July, but also, even if it weren't hot outside, that many entities dogs. breathing in the RV, you need something to, so, and then there's like, there's kind of skylights in the RV, like little, they're like translucent plastic things on the top to oh. let some light in the top. And the Walmart parking lot is lit like it's daytime. Which is a good feature in many ways, yeah. but not if you're trying to but sleep. But not if you're trying to sleep. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was, it was miserable. I mean, we... We were there for like four hours. I could not fall asleep for such a long time. Yeah. It was terrible sleep. Uh, so we, we really, we might as well have been moving. And we really, for sure. like we could have gone, yeah. slowed down to 40 miles an hour and we still would have been better. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, we had to, we had all kinds of problems. That was our first trip. So we had all kinds of stuff that got us on the road really late, but now we won't have that. So, uh, yeah, we're going to drive up to Maryland on Saturday and we'll be there for a week and then drive back the following Sunday. And, uh, yeah, so you'll get to see some autumnal squad. I can't even imagine that the weather would be different it's than gonna here. It's going to suck. It's going to be cold. I can't, Im I don't think so. Dear dad has this failure of imagination. Like we, <laughs> we like, we're going somewhere and I'm like, we're going to Antarctica. And he's like, I think, should I, should I bring shorts? Cause it's, it's like, 90 degrees outside. No, man. No, we're going to Antarctica. He's like, I just, I can't imagine that the weather will be different somewhere than it is here it's we i mean i know this rationally but i am stuck with this where i'm i'm <laughs> i'm like yeah the, the like here it's 90 degrees every day and humid and i'm wearing shorts and no socks yeah and i know i'll be packing i'll be like uh, i probably don't need two pairs of jeans that's like warm and uncomfortable i don't sweater i don't need a sweater it's 90 degrees i won't even think it's 90 degrees i'll just be like that would be uncomfortable. I'm not going to bring something that's uncomfortable. And then I get up to Maryland. And I'm like, what's cold? <laughs> what is this bullshit? I mean, the good thing is you don't need to pack anything except a, maybe a toothbrush. Not even that because I know. You, have, you have a ton of clothes in Maryland. It's just so. such a weird thing because I know it. But it's still when I'm packing, I go, I like shudder packing the wrong clothes for what's outside. I should be the one in charge of your packing. Yeah. Dad also, when we go on vacation outside of COVID times, he brings like four pairs of shoes. I, I love I'm, my shoes. Oh my God. I'm like the, you know, do not, like we are never checking a bag. I can travel 
like indefinitely with one carry on suitcase. And dear dad's like, I have four pairs of shoes. <laughs> we went to, so when we were living in Maryland, we came on vacation down here to the Keys to this resort. I little, wish you were exaggerating. <laughs> no, he brings four pairs of shoes. Okay. So we're in Maryland. We're coming down to the Florida Keys to Little Palm Island, this resort that we stayed at a bunch uh, we got married there. We've talked about it before. It's a private island. It's sandy all over. It's beautiful. It is just it is just sand. So you get on a boat and it takes you out to this island. You can't drive there. And then you're just on the island. It's a sandy island. And your dad is like, uh, <laughs> he's like got these brown dress shoes, which are his like favorite oh, it's, it's Oxford no, dress no, shoes. I got wearing workout shoes. <laughs> which is like fine. I get like... Bring workout shoes. Sort of. It's like a quarter of a mile around. <laughs> no, that's right. But like, okay, so maybe you're going to go to the gym. You bring workout shoes. Going to bring some flip-flops. And then a pair of non-workout, non-flip-flop shoes. Fan- my fancy shoes. Boat shoes. <laughs> you had No, no. You packed three pairs of shoes. And yeah, so maybe you wore like some boat shoes on the plane and then packed these fancy brown leather oh, I shoes. I love those fancy he, shoes. See, this is what he says. I'm like, why are you bringing those? Like this, it's a sandy, there's nothing. There's no, there's not sidewalks. Watch me wear them. They're all fancy. Oh my God. I was like, I cannot believe you're bringing these. You will wear them in the airport going to the island and then you'll put them on when we leave the island to go back to the airport. But they're all fancy and shiny. Oh my god! And I'm like, hey, no, you don't. You it's don't. Totally need all impractical. This stuff. You've really tried to get me to relinquish pairs of shoes while I travel because they're giant too and heavy. He's like, I need another bag for all these shoes. Pretty and I'm much. I'm like, do not. I'm like, how about you just wear the giant pair of shoes? Like, like pack oh, the flip. That frees me up to get another pair of shoes. Oh my god! <laughs> I I try so hard. Uh, not to be that guy who's like oh, it's funny. telling it's not, you what to pack, but you legit suck at packing. You suck so bad at packing. We go someplace for like five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I hate planning the, like what I'm going to wear. So I bring it all and then I can decide at everything. the other end. Yeah. Beach resort for five days. And he's like, I think I need seven button down shirts. Oh, I should bring my tux just in case we go out. Should I bring a suit? He yeah. asks us sometimes. I'm like, you it's a sandy beach. It's a sandy beach. I'm worried that I there's an opportunity where I might need the suit and I don't have it. Like that's my nightmare, which makes no sense. Massage my temples here. It makes oh no sense. Yeah, so he's already talking about what he's going to pack to bring up to Maryland when he has a full he has like Jared has twice as many clothes as me. He has a full I don't know. They're the same number. It's just bigger. I'm absolutely bigger. Not. My clothes bigger. No. Much gianter. 100% no. My boxer shorts are bigger than your underpants. I mean, I guess that's true. That's, but I like rest my case. Your dresser has twice the volume of my dresser. Because of my giant boxer shorts. Your closet is twice as big as my closet volume. <sighs> Fair enough. Uh, I admit some of this. I've, I also have a bunch, a bunch of shoes in my closet. You know? Yeah. True. Yeah. I mean, I've got plenty of shoes up in Maryland, though fewer and fewer every time I purge stuff but uh yeah so he's like oh, i gotta bring this i'm like you do not have to bring anything you have a full life worth of clothes in maryland what if i want the one t-shirt that i didn't bring yeah like what are you gonna be doing you're gonna sit in the house in maryland as opposed to sitting in the house here i know none of this makes a lot of sense 
your dad also when you know he work obviously we're both working at home and so he changes shirts like four times a day he's got like the button fancy long sleeve button down the shirt zoom shirt he he not the zoom shirt he has like eight different zoom shirts well, he changes shirts like 12 times a day like this call needs the polo shirt i don't want my office to think i only have one shirt this call yeah not even one shirt in one day Button short sleeve button down shirt for this call, long sleeve for this one, polo shirt oh, yeah. for this long one. Long sleeve for clients. Yep, yep. I don't think they ever see my arms. What I'm saying is, you could just wear the same one all day. I don't know, man. He changes. He's like, this one I'm gonna go a little more cash. Listen, uh, like when you decide like the short sleeve button down versus the polo, I don't understand the difference. Oh yeah, polo too cash for some of these calls. Yeah. I mean, why not just the butt short sleeve button down for all of them then instead of the stupid polo shirt? Polo's more cash. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and here you see the differences between these are unwritten rules. Your mom Jen. And unwritten I mean, rules. Quite, quite clearly rules in your brain. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. That's a dark place. <laughs> don't go in there. Anyway, uh, thanks for joining us. We will talk to you from Maryland next week. We have week. a big closet in the RV. I think I'll fill it coming up. You do whatever you have to Just do, my honey. a couple suits <laughs> for the drive. I'll drive in a suit. Hey, if that makes you happy, you go for it. I don't think my happiness would outweigh your anxiety of me being stupid. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh yeah, don't bite anyone, but... You know, a little nibble is probably fine. Don't bite anyone unless they ask you to. Oh, yeah, then, then, then bite. Bye. Bye. <laughs>